0: Welcome to the Soul Space Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hey friends, this is Mitchell at Soul Space. This is my first solo cast. Uh, there's a few podcasts I like to listen to and occasionally the host does a solo cast and they're, they seem to be like more to the point, a little bit more focused. And um, I thought that was a good idea because I, I've been noticing some patterns um, in the web development industry and in, in our work as a team at SoulSpace that are worth some attention during the pandemic, the COVID-19 crisis that we're dealing with. Um, there's a lot of conversation in the agency world about where are the clients going? Where's the need? Is there work? Is there going to be work? What's happening there? And some things are drying up. Some types of clients who are whose businesses are directly dependent or um, tangentially dependent on um, on Like In-person gatherings of people like big events and conferences and uh, parties and that sort of thing, concerts, uh, those are in a lot of trouble uh, because of the social distancing rules and how long those are going to last. It's starting to look like that's going to take a while. But that doesn't mean that there isn't any web development going on. Quite to the contrary, actually. Um, So I thought I'd do a little solo cast on what's going on out there based on what we've seen from incoming new business, uh, some of the changes that our current clients are going through, and really there's there's an overarching theme of procrastination. There's an overarching theme here that um, the kinds of clients who need our type of skills, uh, web development skills where we can help set up web properties and get the traffic routed to the right place and... Um, get the e-commerce system set up and getting uh, products and SKUs and everything in place, getting lead generation tools up and running. The theme is procrastination. There's a lot of clients out there who just have put off for months and years important web development projects. Um, You know, there's local businesses in your town that can and should be online, and those business owners, for a variety of reasons, have, have put off doing that. Um, I mean, as, as a business owner, I certainly understand how it can feel to, to have the urgent crowd out the important and to feel like you never quite have time to get around to that thing that's not uh, right away business critical. But now that we're in a pandemic and people are locked up in their homes and they can't go to businesses and go into the places that they're used to transacting business with, um, now those business owners feel the urgency. The urgency was always there. Um, but now they feel it and it, 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 he the heat has turned up a lot higher now. So, with that theme in mind of procrastination and people putting off things that they should have done a long time ago, there are some business activities, some web development activities that I'm seeing as patterns and um, as, as you're thinking about this potentially as, as a client of a web development project, um, you may recognize yourself in what I just described. You may find yourself uh, as a web developer listening to this podcast thinking, well, where are these clients and where is this need and what do they need done? They're in your backyard. They're right there in your town. These businesses that you and your family went to on a regular basis, they're all needing to get online. Even if some do have a web presence already, it's probably behind the times. It's probably not very good. The organization has most likely um, already outgrown whatever minimal web presence was set up. So there's a few categories of things to think about in the theme of um, procrastination and things that should have been done a long time ago. The first one is a pattern that we've seen. We're already helping a number of clients with this problem. They may have a store already. They may have an e-commerce presence already that represents their brick-and-mortar location, and that was just augmenting their sales. But now it's the only source of revenue. And now they're needing to get that thing up to snuff. It can't just have a few SKUs. It has to represent the entire store now. So there's um, a big job for what you could call content wrangling um, or content guardianship. I've been struggling to find some language to describe this, but we've been doing uh, quite a bit of work since the pandemic broke out, helping clients, new clients especially, just get all the content pieces together that they need for their e-commerce store. Do they have the photography? Do they have the right shots for each of the products? Who's going to talk to the photographer to get that and get it all in the right place in the same place in the database? Are the descriptions of the products the way they should be? Are they sufficiently descriptive? Are they capturing the value and the interest of of the products that are being sold? So there's a lot of content wrangling mm-hmm. to be done, um, which reminds me that an old client of ours from many years ago, the ContentWrangler.com. Um, you know, they, they were on this idea a long, long time ago. But anyway, this idea is that you you need someone to gather up your content, organize it, clean it up, and in the sense of guardianship, you need to make sure the integrity of that information and that content, those SKUs or your service offerings if you're a service organization, make sure that those are all squared away. Sometimes you need to hand that off to someone because you're busy busy dealing with other business processes and other problems. Um, and we've stepped up at SoulSpace to be able to help with that. And there are some things that we bring to the table that make that, that activity um, more definable, more, more process-oriented, and more reliable. So another, another thing that I'm seeing out there a lot in the spirit of, well, we should have done this a long time ago, is um, getting, the, getting the e-commerce system for, um, for a brick-and-mortar store to properly link up with the point-of-sale system. So in some cases a brick-and-mortar store might just have uh, a brochure website, just a website to point social media traffic to or newsletter traffic to, but it doesn't necessarily sell anything. All the transactions take place on the point-of-sale system which is in the store. Most point-of-sale systems these days do have online components and they can just spin those up really quickly and you have an online store you can't necessarily skin it and make it look really professional and nice and um, reliable and friendly for your customers, but you can at least have it. The advantage in this stuff is that your SKUs are in that point-of-sale system. That's where your inventory is already held. It's already, it's already there. So if that point-of-sale system can allow you to upgrade, the update the descriptions and the you know, photo, photographs and all that sort of marketing material for your products, then that's great. If it can't, then you need to tie that into your um, into your content management system, something like Craft CMS or or what have you. Um, so those point of sale systems can sometimes stand alone as a subdomain. We're setting one of those up today for a client, and sometimes you can integrate those completely into your store if you want a pro- really professional experience that can scale. And that's something that we can help with with our API integration work. Um, Another category, a third category of who, man, we should have done this a long time ago is presence. Uh, and this is just the more simple version of are you on the web at all? There's some businesses out there who barely have a web presence at all. Um, maybe they have a Squarespace site, but they're finding that they're outgrowing it. Their needs are greater than what that kind of a simple um, uh, turn cl- turnkey solution can, can provide, can offer. So there's a need for us to help um, organizations have a better um, online presence. That often means, especially if it's a professional services organization, you know, like imagine your law firms or um, your consultancies or um, you know marketing consultancies and so forth. Those those types of organizations need a cleaner way to get that content up to date and in the system. They need to turn their whole team loose on the problem of the content management uh, system, and. It's often the case that those really inexpensive turnkey solutions like a Wix or a Squarespace, um, they're just not quite up to the task of being able to help manage content uh, at a professional level. So some of these organizations and clients are needing to transition over to a better tool. like the kind of thing that we specialize in at SoulSpace. We like craft so much. Um, Then there's a fourth category, again, in the spirit of procrastinating, um, marketing. There's so much that can be done in the digital marketing, and that's the problem. It's overwhelming. So you take a, a, a local brick-and-mortar uh, business, and you tell them, hey, how's your digital marketing? How's your social media going? You know, What's your newsletter like? And they're overwhelmed. It's just so much. I mean, how do they decide what channels to use? How do they decide how often to post? Who handles it? Is there somebody delegated to do that? It's overwhelming. But you... What used to be overwhelming has now been overridden by how important it is to get the marketing, get the word out, because there is no foot traffic anymore. Since there's no foot traffic, you need that digital traffic. You need that social traffic, and that means you need to have a presence in these social media channels. You procrastinated building up an audience all this time, Um, and you might say to yourself, you know, we didn't do it all this time, and now it's too late. We really need it yesterday. And we're not going to have it yesterday, so let's just, um, you know, let's blow it off. Let's sit around and and pout. That's not going to work either. Um, There's no time like the present. And we don't know how long this pandemic is going to keep us all separated from each each other and the doors of business is closed. So it makes sense to make headway in that um, and to try to get your feet under you, get your legs under you with regard to how you post on social media. It's time to pay attention to that and let this crisis that we're going through light a fire under you to overcome whatever reticence you might have had. Just dive in and get it done. Um, The the last piece is connected to that marketing thing which is location, location, location. So many of the businesses um, that I'm encountering or talking to or hearing about from various colleagues, these are businesses like I mentioned before who have been procrastinating all this time because they could their businesses were stable enough from foot traffic, from in-person traffic, from local word of mouth, that they managed. That's gone now, and for how long, we're not clear. Um, so location, location, location is still a maxim that applies, and it still matters, but now it matters virtually. So all the above things I mentioned, having good content that Google picks up and drives traffic to you, um, having tie-ins with your point of sale systems so the the physical world gets translated into the, uh, the, the digital and virtual world. Um, having some kind of a presence that's professional and serious and real. I mean as you sweep up in front of your store every day, you clean the windows, why is your website garbage? How is that excusable anymore? It can't be. You really got to jump on that. The marketing piece, how are you getting that traffic that's no longer foot traffic, now it's just digital traffic, now it's virtual traffic. How are you driving those people into your location? So the location maxim still applies. It just needs to be translated into the digital world. So what I'm seeing is a trend and a pattern right now in the marketplace for web development work, web design work, of overcoming years of procrastination on the part of these business owners. And it's not a judgment about um, putting things off until they're dire and until they're critical. I can definitely relate to doing that. That's just part of owning a business. You just have to pick your battles. This is the battle right now, so it's time to get in there and, and jump on it. Now, as web developers and service providers, uh, you know my plug-in customers out there and um, colleagues of mine, maybe listening to this, you're thinking, all right. So now what? The now what is reach out. Just think, just think about where you and your family have gone and done done business locally in the last few months, and think about those places. Are they capable of still being in business in person? If they're not, reach out to them. Um, and offer to help, or or offer to ask some questions that might guide them in the right direction. Um, I mean, I I hate cold calling, but I really don't mind doing it right now, because uh, I know that there's a need, and I know I have a solution for it. So I, I feel no shame about reaching out and saying, hey, we'll give you 10 hours of free consultation, and we'll give you a discount on the work. I know you don't have any money right now. This is a time to help and to build some goodwill. So we're focused on that over at Soul Space. At any rate, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. A little solo cast, my first one. I talked so fast because I wanted to be brief and let you guys get on with your day. All right. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Soul Space Podcast.